Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good morning, everyone. It's morning somewhere. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles International, the land of mystery. I am Ron Kolick, your host. And our other mysterious host is the gold standard in ghost hunting, Mr. Steve Parson. Good morning. Guten, guten Tag. Guten Tag. Yeah. Hey, uh, what have happened to the teller of curious tales? People have been asking me about them. Where's the teller? Where's the teller? Well, we had a couple new ones a while back. So yes, you know, shouldn't have released them at the same time. That's your fault. Busy, he's a he's a busy little bee. Oh, oh. the poor baby. Oh, yes. The teller, no doubt, no doubt, the teller will return. Being famous as he is, I I can understand that. Uh well, yeah. There we go. <laughs> so uh, spirit quest is over, done with, and uh, you, yeah. Go on, uh, keep rubbing it in. Yeah, rub it in. Yeah, but I you were there, there this year. By, yeah, but by you had Chinese spirit. food. In fact, I had the Chinese leftovers, I've right? So been, it's good. I've been, yeah. That's not going to work. That's not going to make me feel any better, is it? No, but it makes me feel better. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I so hope yeah, you get Wuhan flu. <laughs> we had Steve. Uh, we still had Steve zoom in, and uh, he did a, a he brilliant pres- presentation. As you, I was going to ask because I haven't had any feedback from it. So um, yeah, presume it was all right. Yep. At least you know how to set it up, unlike Richard Felix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of getting the vibes here that it didn't work for. Um, the technical side was a bit troublesome, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was. But I mean, he was in Derby Jail, and it was another thing. And I think he was doing it on his cell phone. So I don't know. You can yeah, imagine. I, I, yeah. <laughs> But we all we all bid through it, and uh, we enjoyed it. We absolutely enjoyed it. So, what uh, what did Richard talk about, or did he just talk about Richard? His favorite subject, uh, Derby Joe. What uh, is a ghost? Derby, Derby Joe. No, not what is a ghost. The the experiences that in Derby, the all ghost right. of Derby, is what what this topic was, and it was good. I mean, everybody enjoyed it. So, yeah. When they eventually, oddly enough, yeah, oddly enough. No, I mean, I mean, I've always said Richard is one of the, the best storytellers I know. I I could not think of a better person. I mean, he's got, you know, he's got just such, I don't know, years of working on the market stall, I guess, and doing the ghost walks and the things he does. He's just a consummate storyteller. Um, I have to ask you a question because you said that. Uh... Market stall. It, that's an English thing. What, what is that exactly, uh, Steve? Uh, is that like, like a store? Just a store? Or? Yeah, it's a store. Or is it more like an open air store type thing? No, they they can be undercover. Um, I mean, they go back to you know the Roman era, than the Middle Ages. You know, they're just a collection of small stall shops. Um, and I know that you have them in the states because I've I visited one in California. 
Um, you know, yeah, it's like just a California a, thing, not a New England thing. No, it's just a group of sellers, you yeah, know, congregating together, sometimes inside, sometimes outdoors, um, selling what they make or collect, or you know, you can get anything and everything from a market. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw actually watched a, a show one time that had uh, I believe it was butchers were in it, they were selling yeah, meat. you've got butchers, <laughs> bakers, candlestick makers. <laughs> I used to work in the market. Um, you know, most people did as a part-time, you know, we all helped out with, you know, part-time jobs when we were kids. Um, and Richard, um, his father set up a record shop store in oh, cool. Derby Market, Derby Market. Uh, and then Richard took over the business. And uh, from there, he moved into um, tourism, promoting the city because he was you know one of the he was passionate about the city in which he lived and then that led to him taking the rental of the jail and then that led to an appearance on most haunted and the rest is history yeah yeah, yeah i enjoyed richard i enjoyed the early most haunted you, you know it was uh, well as i said richard richard is you know he's a great one for you know he can take the history and bring it to life or he can talk about ghosts and bring them to life you know i he's got he's a he's a fantastic storyteller and communicator yeah he had a he had a funny uh, funny Crack moment at the technology though yeah funny moment in uh uh at spirit quest when he was doing his presentation because he got into this big long story and he got into it and it was just getting towards the punchline and he, he moved and he we totally lost his his thing we couldn't hear what he's saying it was like right at the punchline <laughs> and, and then it like like two or three seconds or probably a little longer uh he popped back in and then we said richard you just left us where <laughs> but yeah i uh i couldn't resist no i couldn't resist putting the ghost goggles in for you that was specially for you but you didn't tell well okay <laughs> well i didn't need to because you know people believe that you know well you know i've used that they respect you hang on i actually used that quite recently them same the same talk essentially because yeah. at the moment i'm promoting the new guidance notes right and so you know that's what i'm selling that's what i've got you know so that's the same talk um mm-hmm. and the launch premier talk was at the spr conference two weeks ago right and i did the same talk huh. and for for the spr and do you know what did they get it uh, well this is the depressing part the reason i don't at the end explain that it's a spoof set of three slides is i'm waiting for somebody to ask me about it huh. And it was rather depressing talking to this bunch of academics and, you know, supposedly learned people um, who just took the bait, didn't question it. Just, oh, yeah. Like you did to Uh, me. Like I did to you. But I I wouldn't have expected you to have questioned it. Yeah, but you're respected. You know, people, people, you know, believe what you say. And and, and, but but if you, you. if you read the books, and I, I no doubt that you have, you will see it says in it, question everything, even the yeah. experts. And the reason that I don't 
reveal the slides until asked is because it was kind of like years ago i was on a ghost investigation a public one and there was a group of people there and they were doing their thing and i was invited along as the person from most haunted and they set up a trigger object but they set it up you know rather they 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 put this thing yeah it was it was just you know left on a on a table on a sheet of paper and then they all went off and did what they wanted to do there was no control there was no no um you know and then periodically you know they would come and they would look at it and see if it had moved and then they came back into the room one time and they looked around and the thing had moved and they were all and they all got really really excited excited yes and they went oh my god it must be spirit and i said well ask, ask people you know ask if anybody's moved it oh no no nobody would have moved it i said well just double check go around ask people so they asked everybody there and they all went no it wasn't me no it wasn't me and they got to me and i said well did you move it and i went no it wasn't me and then i stopped and went well actually it was I said, well, why did you say it wasn't I said, because i lie sometimes and everybody could lie sometimes it's a salutary lesson just because somebody said they didn't trick you or hoax you or play a little prank on you doesn't mean that they didn't you have to be aware of all of these situations and it was another one i included in the talk was of course the miner's lamp where the 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 lamp extinguished itself and they got terribly excited about that Uh, i have to say for the listeners um this was a davy lamp a miner's lamp very similar to the ones you have in america so um and the idea being it's lit at the surface it has a naked flame inside a protective um mechanism Mm -hmm. um but it can't be that that it's locked then once it's lit it's locked so obviously the the miner underground in amongst the um, explosive gases can't open the the device and expose the naked flame to the ex- potentially explosive atmosphere um and then at the end of each shift the miners would come to the surface the lock which was held by the lamp keeper would be used uh, the key would be used it was a magnetic lock in, on most of them and uh then the lamp was extinguished and refilled and cleaned and ready for the next shift to come on now the miners, of course, had to wait around in the lamp room while all this was going on, and they all wanted to get off shift. Some of them had, you know, several miles to walk back to their homes, and they perhaps were back the next day anyway. So they wanted to get back. Um, so what they would do is they they actually learned that a way of extinguishing the lamp, but without opening, breaking the lock. They couldn't relight it, but they could extinguish it. So at the end of each shift, as they came up in the in the lift, they would extinguish the lamps and hand them in. Um, and then just leave for home and during this investigation this group set up a miner's lamp one of these miner's lamps and they invited the spirits to turn the lamp off and of course they got terribly terribly excited when after a while the lamp was found to be extinguished because there is no way of extinguishing the lamp you can blow at it you know with a hurricane and it won't go out um but then this one of the members of the public who was on the tour with his wife fairly elderly gentleman probably in his late 60s 70 um revealed that he'd done it 
uh, and he'd done it showing his wife how they used to do it underground. Ah. So there we go. But the funniest one, of course, was the Morse key um, used by investigators. He places Morse, Morse telegraph key under a glass dome and then invites spirits to um, flash a light that's connected to it or sound a buzzer and then communicate using Morse code. However, no, none of the investigators knew Morse code. <laughs> yeah, that's not too bright. It's not bright at all, is it? Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, so are I, you uh, laughing though with the Shake um, Fidel Castro ghost hunters? Yeah, the the Gansfeld boys. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. I've seen that before, of course, but yeah, uh, yeah, I know yeah, you've seen it before, but it's it's uh, yeah, it's uh, always a hoot. And I still haven't found out what the claw hammer was for. No, <laughs> guy was probably a mass murderer. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't turn the lights off. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Not in the same room with him. Oh, what the hell is that? <laughs> Again, for the listeners, there's a group. This was taken in Ireland, this particular photograph that I used on the uh, presentation. And um, it's a group all gathered around the usual accoutrement, K2, EMF meter and a Mel meter and flowers and cat balls and other stuff. And there's a guy standing there uh, clutching his hand. It's a claw hammer. Yeah. So there you go. Takes all sorts, I suppose. So you know, I had an experience at Spirit Quest, and, and yes, this, you this, did. This got, this got me thinking about things because, you know, it it's really weird. I mean, what we call a paranormal and what we call imagination, and you know, I was it was very in this experiment quest, uh, spirit, yeah, bleh, Spirit Quest. and uh, I, I was the only one left there and loading up. Of course, I was by myself for about three hours to loading up and cleaning and so forth and then i was taking the last bits out to the the car and i and i have an outback so you know the hatch goes up and everything so i, I put it was putting the thing then i heard footsteps walking behind me well i heard footsteps first and then they got closer so i, I turned around quickly because I, there was nobody there as far as i knew and then I turned around and there was nobody there. But I distinctly, I mean, they were extremely clear to the point where I did just turn around quickly to see who was there because they kept getting closer and closer. And, of course, there was no one there. So, you know, then you look at it and you say, well, you know, I was tired. It's been a long weekend. You know, maybe I imagined that or, or whatever. But how do you how do you distinguish that between something well, you, that's truly? Well, you just don't. You, you just yeah. don't. You accept what just happened. I mean, you know, weird shit happens. Yeah. Uh, and that's what keeps us interested. And, um, you know, it's most likely to happen when you're least expecting it. That's one of the lessons that's I learned. True. That's absolutely you know, true, Steve. We, we used to um, get really frustrated because, you know, we, we had a lot of equipment um, yeah. back in the day. We don't use yeah. as much but, you know, when we were beginners, we, we would throw the kitchen sink at every case. Um, and then we, we, we learned. But um, it always used to happen when the equipment was either being set up or being packed away. When we couldn't record it or document it in some way. And it was so frustrating. It was always catch you out. Um you know when you're least expecting it so you know you 
this is just some of the stuff. It's like that photograph, isn't it, that, that was taken at Spirit Quest yeah. a few years ago. You know, everybody packed up, gone home. Um, there was except just, except, yeah, you're giving away too much now, except just me and you. And I took a, you know, took the opportunity to take a few last minute photographs while the building was empty. And, um, well, you saw the results. Everybody's seen the results yeah. now. Um, we don't know what it is, but it's not what one would expect. And there was certainly nothing there because unlike a lot of people, you know, it was taken with a small mobile, um, a small digital camera. And those are the sort of cameras you don't look at the screen. You look over the camera and yeah. just sort of, you know, point. You, you aim over the top of the camera. So I was looking in the direction. I wasn't looking at the screen. Uh, I didn't notice anything untoward. And it was really the background more than the the center of the screen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it looked like, you know, it was a slowish exposure anyway. You know, I checked the data on the camera and it was a slow exposure. So, you know, if somebody had been in that vicinity move, and, and had moved across, then they would have been blurred. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so in that regard, you know, but as you say, there was only you and me there. And I, I remained in that place for another five or ten minutes because obviously I didn't notice anything untoward when I took the picture. Um, or else you would have investigated, right? Otherwise I would have got up and gone and had a look. Um, you know, afterwards at first I presumed it might have been you mm-hmm. because you were the only other person there, but I knew that you were at the far end. Um, yeah. Cleaning and the, up and putting away. Like I and you know that there are two entrances to that particular room. Mm-hmm. Um but but they are also aligned too. But they're also in line, so it would have been very difficult for somebody to have um, snuck in and snuck out again without you hearing her on top of it. Well, hearing and seeing them. So there you go. So, there but I go. mean, but it, but it two, does happen. There's two different senses, you know. So that's why I was saying you did you didn't see anybody, you didn't hear anybody. So there's two no. senses that you did not. But I and mean, I, that's, I, that's well, the I would also add to that. I didn't sense yeah. anything either. Oh, there you go. I never knew you so, were you know, Well, I'm not. I'm not. But a lot of people say that they sense something. So that's why yeah. they took a picture. I, yeah. There was nothing untoward. You know, I, it was one of a sequence of perhaps six or seven that I took within a minute or two. Um, but to return to your experience, um, as I said, weird stuff happens when you're least expecting it. We should just accept that weird stuff happens. And, you know, you can't investigate it. You can't do anything about it. You can make a note of it and then That's move the on. Thing. That's all you can do. Um, until the following day. When oh. you had when you had another instant episode. Yeah, I had, I had a horrible and I mean horrible case of vertigo. Now. Uh, pretty much destroyed me. But yeah. Well, then I. I remembered something I learned in my nurse training. Um, Mm -hmm. I I messaged you about it um, because auditory hallucinations and vertigo are signs of, or could be symptoms of inner ear disorders or blood pressure disorders. Right. Um, Now to have two of them, you know, each on its own. Virtually two days of every day apart. So it's not like, but, but even so, um, you know, you've been under it. I know how hard you work at Spirit Quest, and it could just have been, um, you know, there is a possibility it could have been a medical issue. Yeah, 
that's that's what I said. You know, I, I it it was just it was so real, and and I have to report it is is yeah. the way I felt and the way I see it. I mean, I'm well, I'm you've not going to remember. What's that? Sorry, sorry, okay. a bit delay. As I say, you've got to remember that an auditory hallucination is a real, you know, to your brain and to you, mm. it's an absolutely real event. You can't tell an auditory hallucination from a real sound. So we, there, there has to be that possibility must be acknowledged, but yeah. it could equally be weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking about weird shit, <laughs> uh, we, we as, as part of the spirit, of course, uh, Jim and I did an EVP workshop, which is just basically fooling around with EVPs. To be quite frankly, I built a devil's box and we, we tried it with the devil's box, and uh, which if you don't know, it's basically a, a box with mirrors on all eight sides and uh you know the spirit gets trapped in here and gets so confused uh so we tried that we tried a bunch of stuff but during the experiment uh we did some evps we did it uh with the white noise generator and uh yeah and so you know we we played it back and, and we heard something there so um jim uh using the the audio reprogram moved the white noise generator sound so you just get whatever the sounds were that were coming through and not the, the white noise generator. And, you know, people said, Oh, that sounds like help. That sounds like help. You know, it's like, I honestly, uh, Steve, I did not hear that, but you know, whatever. That's what some people thought it said. Okay, fine. All right. So we did another session again. So, uh, Jim was talking and everything else. And, uh, and one of the things he says, uh, well, you know, if you need help, uh, we can help you. And then, you know, that was, we talked a little bit more and that was it. So when we play back, we did the same thing again, we moved the white noise in there. And then you hear Jim's voice, uh, you know, and if you need help, we can help you. And then it comes back. And this thing is absolutely clear. And I'll play it for you sometime. It says bullshit. <laughs> I cracked me up. I just laughed. My I just, I thought it was the funniest damn thing. <laughs> and it was so clear, Steve. That's the funny part about it. You know, whatever it was. Well, it it's was. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, perhaps the spirits are intelligent. Uh, evidently. I'll <laughs> well, tell you, it, was, I'll tell you, could that I'll be, tell you, could, go ahead. Could, it wouldn't have been one of the nuns. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not yeah, using was, words like that. Yeah. We we had a uh, another humorous experience uh, as well uh, during the uh, the ghost hunt at night. Uh, we went down by the well, and we once again we did an EVP session, and and Jim was there and all that and everything else. And uh, we asked a bunch of questions, got nothing, of course, like you know or you know gobbles stuff or whatever, but basically nothing. And then at the very end, uh, he says, uh, you know, uh, did anything happen here? And then we got something. So we played it back, and you hear nothing, not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I, I, yeah, it was good. It made my day. <laughs> Between the bullshit and the not a thing, that was good. <laughs> and the Chinese food. Oh, there you go. Let it go, Steve. Relax. Let it go. Anyway. Let it go. Let it go. But we did miss you on Spirit. Of course, this was our 10th year, I believe. Uh, we missed last year, but it's 10 years of having it. Yeah, it was. Years. It was the 10th this year. It was the one I was looking forward to, yeah. um, with it being the 10th. 
Whether there'll be an 11th, that's down to... Uh, well, I'll tell oh, you what. It's already, already been scheduled. When? Uh, at the same time. Uh, the very last weekend of September, which is October... Well, it's October... I believe it's September 1st through October 2nd, or vice versa, October 1st. No, I think it's September 30th to 30th, October 1st, October 2nd. Hang on, hang on. You mean it's the 30th to the 2nd. Thank you, my friend. That's exactly right. 30th, set. Booked it already. 2nd, booked. There you go. Because obviously... um, sooner i know the dates you know it i know it you got yes. a theme yet i'm still playing with that but uh yes. don't don't be too hasty because we've come up with some good ones in the past well i have one so uh yeah you if have you one every talk, year. if you and i want to talk about it i'll be more than yeah. happy why are you planning on coming over uh will you have me usual terms and conditions <laughs> terms and conditions no, i don't know about the beach house but uh Nah, yeah, we can find somewhere else, I'm sure. Okay. Nice Some, murder uh, motel. Hotel Some... motel, murder motel, yeah. <laughs> well, you know me, I'll I'll take a murder motel. <laughs> okay. Hey, um, what happened to the, while we're on the subject of murder motels and accommodation, what happened to, how's plans for the um, new centre? Uh, don't have the financing. Uh, As of yet. As of yet, we're still working at other ways, but, oh, God, would that be perfect, Steve? That, that, I don't, did I show you? Did you see the picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, I mean, I wouldn't have mentioned it, but you'd put it on social media, so I guess. Yeah, I did. A... That's, well, that's what you do, Steve. You, you know, you got to go into all this. Have you tried? Stuff. If have you, you want tried? things to happen, you must manifest them. Yeah, <laughs> it's the cigarette uh, and all yeah, that other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> have, you tried, have you tried crowdfunding? Oh, God, please. Oh come on! There's 150,000 down. Yeah, hang on. There's 150,000 downloads on this um, radio show. So I'm asking now, if every listener out there donates just one dollar, five dollars, one dollar, one dollar will do it. (laughs) Yes, it will. It's a start. It's a start. All right, a dollar or whatever you can afford. We got to do work onto this thing too, Steve. Yeah. Donate one dollar or whatever yes. you can afford, and we will, um, with your help and support, and we'll we'll put your names onto the onto a plaque. Yeah, uh, everybody's going on a plaque. Yeah, or a brick. Except we don't and, have no place. Why are we telling them this? And uh, they can't yeah, do anything. The, well, with their help, we'll secure the place. Yeah, but we we don't have anything set up yet. We need if you're going to do that, you need a crowdsourcing doohickey thingy, whatever. Yeah, at the oh, moment. Yeah. I, I, we'll we'll get it set up then. But at the moment, yeah. you can just um, PayPal it to any ghost project. Oh no, no, don't don't you do that! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. All right, we got to go anyway. We got to take the break. We got to take a break. <laughs> Anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles it's the way International. To go. Crowdsourcing with Mr. Crowdsourcing Steve Farson in the most humble. We need your board. help. Right here on Tochinadvin at Pararex Radio. We'll be right back after the following message. You are so bad, my friend. I I wouldn't. uh, I don't know. It's a good idea. Yeah.
Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parax family. And welcome back to part two of tonight's edition of GoFundMe. Sorry, Ghost Chronicles International. <laughs> where, um, where we're talking about Spirit Quest and begging for money. Well, yeah. I mean, we, we do have our Patreon patrons, patrons uh, members of the Dead Ear Society, uh, to support us uh, as well. But, uh, yeah, so I, I guess. Yeah, i tell you. Crowdsourcing is the way to go. I know, I know. People crowdsource for everything now. It's just crazy. And it kind of works. Hey, I'll tell you what. Um, you could have a lot more um, attendees next year, he said controversially, after what I saw on the news today. Why is that? Uh, I believe America's opened up its Mexican border. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mr. Biden. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, one thing I, I did want to get back to you and uh, something you said earlier in the show, the first half of the show, when we were talking about uh, how we first started out and, and we used to all the equipment we used to use and set up. And, and now we have cut down the amount of equipment that we use and uh, and so forth. And, uh, you know, what I find amazing is it, that if we just use very little equipment, uh, people get. You know, you know, they they don't think you're as reputable. Oh, what? That's all you use? Well, I see it on TV. They've got this machine that you can yeah. see the ghosts in, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I get this one. The devil talks to you. Yeah. And... In fact, there so, is a there's so a section in ghostology. There's a section yeah. in ghostology that says exactly that. Um, it does. You know, be be careful how you know how because people's expectations of you when you turn up can now be. Um, based on what they've seen on television, you know, if you don't rock up in three black blacked out SUVs, um, you know, wearing your ghost fighters uniform and carrying, you know, half a ton of flight cases, then you're not a real ghost investigator. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. 
it's it's a sad but i mean the interesting thing is that and you said it is is we learned i mean we we realized that mm. you know what you you really don't need all this crap a lot of it is crappy quite frankly well but, i uh, mean what we uh, the equipment we we use really hasn't changed um and we would still you know we still have um you know, I have all the equipment anyways. I mean, all that. Oh, yeah. But what you, I mean you, now is yeah. what we learned was we would arrive and we would set up everything. And uh, we would then spend weeks going through the tapes right. and the, the recordings. Plus and, the break up and break down. Yeah, but it would still take us forever to go back through all of the data that we'd yeah. obtained. And a lot of it was irrelevant data anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we would we would measure the sounds where none had ever been heard before you know where we would go along to a case where um the witness had reported smelling an odor um pipe tobacco or or something and we would set up video cameras and audio recorders um you know and then we would have to watch back all of the footage yes and in we real realize, time in real time in, well <laughs> well what we what we realized is that we would never see anything because you'd you you'd have you know you got bored after trying to sit through a hundred hours of a video you never watched it properly because you couldn't physically watch it properly um and so the opportunity for capturing anything what we decided to do was target it and this is what we learned is that we would target the right piece of equipment in the right place so that if somebody had reported visual phenomena then we would use the cameras if somebody had reported audible phenomena we would predominantly use the audio recorders um we would still have video cameras running because that would you would be able to support the video and verify that there's nobody there um if nobody had ever reported a temperature anomaly then we wouldn't measure the temperature um likewise wouldn't you just measure temperature just for no, no, because, because it's so it's so so interlocked with the paranormal. Yeah, but you know that I'm I'm passionate about measuring temperature that it's yeah. it's often overlooked. But you know, if if nobody if no witness has ever reported feeling yeah. cold or a temperature change or a, you know anything unusual, well, why measure it? Well, what if you, know, you did have some type of paranormal activity of some sort, and if you had a temperature, you you can see if there was a correlation between temperature drop and that, even yeah, as but, an independent, even as an independent study, rather than something to do with that particular case. Uh, you know, it's just because, more verification. The that, risk of drowning under data. Yeah, under I know that. Data yeah, is, but a, a temp, is, temp log is pretty simple, though. I mean, it, it's a very simple thing. You can. It is a know, very simple you can thing. Set an alarm on the darn thing and 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 use it. Uh, you know, do it that way. Well, you can and you can't because how do you set the alarms? What what do you what are you, you are predetermining what's what's the unusual? Parameters. Yeah. So we 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 go by what the witness says. You know, that's yeah. the first. No, step I, I totally understand what you're saying, Steve. I to- isn't that in your book? I totally I hear what yeah. you're saying, but <laughs> I mean, you've got to be you've got to be selective. Um, yeah. You know, it's like those sounds you heard leaving Spirit Quest. Right. You have to be pragmatic and realize well you there's nothing you can do with it you can't and even if you other than report it 
or other than document it. Yeah, Even if you'd had a recording of it, there would still be very little you could do because without the yeah, video no, yeah, support, visual, yeah. you see the, and so you have to be, if you're going to get data that's usable and useful and helpful and worthwhile, then it does have to be selective and targeted. You know, when, when they're measuring, you know, when Boeing are designing an aircraft wing, they, they don't measure the tail. They don't measure the, you know, the, the, the pressure inside the cabin right. because they're right. studying the wing. And you do have to say, right, the witness was here. They had they, you know, they had this experience. We need to try and verify um, that experience. And so we will look at I mean, we start off looking at what they saw. We We do sometimes in investigations, we do then move out from that. So, for example, with the shipyard case, we were looking at a very particular set of circumstances which had occurred to the staff that worked there and which we set out to verify. Whilst we were there, members of the investigation team reported additional anomalies. And so. On the on that basis, we widened our search. You know, but in each case, it was based upon an experience and all too often now. And you see it so much with the Facebook live investigations tonight. We're going to do this old, damp, nasty building because it looks spooky or we're going to do this graveyard because, you know, there is no prior experience that's ever been reported. They're doing it just because it looks creepy. Yeah. I agree with you, Steve. And, and uh, yeah, it, it, I really do. Like, so, yeah, but, it's kind of like a murder detective looking for a murder when none had been committed. Right. You've got to, you know, you've got to wait for somebody to be killed first. But you saw the, the fantastic evidence I collected of the ghost that I captured on film at uh, on, on a photo in, at Spiracos, right? No. Oh, it was on the Facebook page. It was terrifying. I must have missed it. Oh, oh really? yes, yes, right at the end. Yes, that 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 yeah. terrible. Oh, that In fact, was, it's my profile. It I, I put it on my profile. Yes, I remember now. I thought yes. you were uh, sorry. Yeah, no, I know the one. It was as you as you say. It was it was completely baffling. Yeah, terrifying. Oh, yeah, yeah, it scared everyone. It reminded so me so much of, that it made them laugh. I mean, that's how how scared they were. I mean, it it reminds me very much of the of the similar apparition we captured. Uh, do you remember when I stayed at the beach house with Stephen and Vari, and um, we had the medium and the ghost hunter? Yes. Yes, yes. Very similar. I don't remember that one, though. Uh, it's on my Facebook. It was on my, my Facebook page at oh, the time. Oh, it was. Todd, I missed it. Uh, at least I, I don't recall. Very, it very, very, very similar. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. It's Things are so strange. Scared the, scared the sheet out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's intriguing. But, uh, there, was a clue, there was a clue there, folks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, th this one was was a sophisticated one. It had stripes and uh, and eye holes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they got to see you know, Steve. I mean, it, it happens. Yeah. Well, I could explain why ghosts wear clothes. Of course they would. Would you? Yeah, I mean, some of them just need it. No offense, I don't want to see them. <laughs> <laughs> what was she wearing? I don't know, but it needed ironing. I. Uh... <laughs> I did the the affection connection today 
uh, with Jan and uh, Lou. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it's on uh, once a month on Wednesdays at 11:30, and you can you can go on the Facebook page and uh, um, see the video. But uh, it, it's part of the show every every uh, every week or every month, excuse me. I, I I do a famous quote that has to do with love and mar- uh, marriage from a book called Pillow Talk, and uh, this one had something to do with ghosts. Because the the quote was, uh, there is sex in the afterlife, but you just can't feel it. And that was by Lily Tomlin. Oh, there we are. Actually, I nearly nearly stole your idea for the affection connection. You did? Nearly. Nearly. Everybody else steals my ideas. Why why should it be any different, Steve? I know. (laughs) Well, you steal mine. I do. Yes, Paravision is on again this month. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, th- no, they were looking for a new show on the way um, at Pure West Radio, where, where I where I host the West Files. Although there's no West Files this month because it clashes with an SPR event. Um, I know. But um, they were looking for a new show, and um, my co-host on that, another Ronnie, um, female Ronnie. Uh, she does a show called Ronnie's Rants, which is kind of like, uh, you know, stuff that's local in the news, like garbage collection or, you know, something that's, that grinds people's gears locally. And so yeah. she starts this. But we realized, actually, that what we both had always wanted to do for the longest time was to do a uh, Agony Ant program, Agony Ant Agony Uncle program, but just okay. one that was... Well, you know, like a dear, like like the affection connection, you know, dear yeah. Ron, my yeah. boyfriend's run off or, you yeah. know. what? And we just wanted a, you know, straight talking, shooting from the hip type yeah. reply. You know, the sort of stuff, the common sense reply. I'll just drop him. Get over it. Come on. Shake yourself. Instead of this wishy-washy, because there's a, you know, there's a psychologist that does one of these feel-good programs. And yeah, it's always, too. yeah, and it's it's like oh, it's so painful to listen to when all you really want to do is get up and give the person a slap. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, the station bosses didn't like that idea. They didn't like it, huh? No, that's a shame. Would have been a good one as well. Yeah, it's 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 doing well. Uh, it's building its audience. Uh, I uh, I have to admit it. Uh, oh, the you bastard know, left me. What do we I do? Have, we have people taking uh, the chat. <laughs> we have people that uh, are writing in and giving us questions, so I'm, I'm excited about it. But uh, one thing I did want to mention as well is that, uh, and I'm actually trying to find the post now, but I can't find out where I put the damn thing on my page because I got way too many things on it. But I am uh, I'm looking for people to participate in a psych. Oh, here it is. Looking for participants in a psychological study. It doesn't matter in your own particular beliefs, whether you believe in paranormal or whether you don't. Uh, it requires no skills and you can be in any part of the world and it requires a little bit, eff- very little effort. So if you're interested in participating in this legitimate uh study, then uh, you can message me, uh, Ronald Kolick, or you can email me at, and I prefer email, neghostproject at comcast.net, neghostproject at comcast.net. So I wanted to get Is that, that the same email there. address where they can send checks for, yes, um, can. Yeah. for the GoFundMe? Stop that. 
going to get me in trouble. You know that, don't you? <laughs> Everybody else does it. I know. But uh, yeah, I um, I am going to have on my show, and I believe it's not this Monday, but on the morning edition, I'm going to have a uh, psychologist on, and we're going to look oh, at some of the. Luck. No, we're going to look at some of the uh, psychological reasons why people experience certain paranormal phenomena. Uh, at least the. As I said, cool. Good luck. But at least the uh, I had her on my show before, and uh, she only hit me three times, so I, I figured that was pretty good. Um, uh, you know, yeah. record, only three in the first time I've ever met her. So, well, I mean, well, 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 as you know, um, part of my qualification skill set is in psychology. Um, uh-huh. Although I don't, I don't call myself a parapsychologist. Do you have a degree uh, in psychology? You know, I do. It's not mine, uh, but it, I have one anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> the second half was a joke. Um, no. no, do you we, have a degree in psychology? Yes. No, I've got a master's level degree in psychology. Oh, I was not aware of that, Steve. Sorry. I, I really wasn't. Sorry. I, I apologize. Oh. But I, I anyway. did not know you had a degree in psychology. I mean, I've taken psych- psychology courses, but I have nowhere close to a degree in psychology and, and either a BA or, or, or beyond. So, yeah. I'm, well, I'm this, this, this got, this Go got us thinking because one of the um, one of the shows on Pure West Radio is um, this feel good psychologist. Yeah. And we kind of had this idea that we should invite him onto the West Files. And and get the psychologist stealing my ideas again, Steve. This was six months ago of getting the psychologist yes. onto the West Files to put a psychologist head to head with a parapsychologist yeah. to discuss people's I thought you didn't para- call yourself a parapsychologist. Well, for the purposes of advertising. Oh, okay, okay. Carry um, on. And 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 it's it's radio, it's not okay. real life. Um, not like TV. <laughs> That's definitely not real life. <laughs> uh, and uh, yes, he he initially said yes, mm-hmm. so it was all very exciting. And then he yeah, bowled, he bowled out. I had I had her on my show because believe it or not, she had her own paranormal experiences, and so uh, that was the entrance. But that's why she came on the show. Uh, she does a, uh, I mean, she's a, a pretty well-known psychologist, and she does. Uh, uh, sports psychology for like the the Patriots and the, the Bruins and the Red Sox and uh, other things and she's yeah so I mean she's quite known anyways but uh, yeah it's uh, it was good and uh, so I'm gonna ask her uh, to come on the show and I want to because you know we and, and I talked about oddly enough I talked about this uh, I think two weeks ago on the Next Generation with uh, Leslie about dreams and and um uh, the old hag syndrome right because mm-hmm. you you and i have in fact i mentioned your name how you, you associate but there are certain uh psychological explanations for certain paranormal uh, experiences uh, would you agree with that or am i, am I messing that oh, up yeah no 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 psychophysiological explanations are underlie yeah. the majority of reported paranormal experiences yeah. So, you know, I just wanted the for the, the truth of Lennon, because unfortunately, because of all of the shows on TV, you know, I, I just wanted to enlighten people and say, you know, there are other points of view than Zach's. 
across <laughs> somebody else, you know, <laughs> that, you know, that, that there are logical explanations for certain things. And, uh, well, as you know, said, I mean, the vast majority of them can be explained, um, due to, you know, a misperception, um, yeah. of a psychological or physiological event. And that could be, you know, something within the environment, something within the individual. Um, that isn't to say that the weird shit doesn't happen. Um, right. But the problem I've always had, um, let me let me go back to one I may have mentioned, I'm not sure. Many, many years ago, myself and um, your friend of mine, Kieran, um, yeah. who is a academic, parapsychologist, parapsychologist. Is he um, teaching a poltergeist course now? Uh, is it poltergeist this week? It was demonology last week. But no, anyway, okay. Sorry. anything to make a buck. Um, but he won't come on the show. No. Oh, well. So he's fair game. We've invited him. Um, anyway, uh, we were asked to look at this reported uh, haunting that was taking mm -hmm. place in Liverpool, England. And we both went along and we we met the family and we listened to what they had to say and we listened to what they were telling us about their experiences and after after we listened to them we we left and we we shared a, a taxi cab um and we were talking about some of the possibilities that you know and our thoughts mm -hmm. and at the end at the end of the the journey i said to kieran it's uh you know there's one one thing that you haven't mentioned you gave a long list of possibilities and the, there was one thing that was missing. He said, what was that? I said, the paranormal. <laughs> At no well, point did it enter his head that there could be a paranormal explanation. And you find that with a lot of psychologists, it doesn't matter. You know, um, as I, as I've said, um, an investigator, a skeptical investigator mm -hmm. should know when to stop uh, trying to explain something when the explanation should be plausible. Um, however, a parapsychologist will always find an ex will always find an explanation. And a classic example of that, which you heard in the presentation at the weekend, was um, the supersonic fly. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the but psychologist. Even, even he said that uh, when he came over here, uh, when I hosted him, he came over and he, and I said that he, he told me that was one of his most embarrassing moments. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I'll give him that. But it wasn't embarrassing until it was pointed out to him that it was yeah, embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> how how yeah, ridiculous it sounds. I mean, you know, I, but you know, he he sat there um, in front of a camera and yeah. said. No, it can't possibly be paranormal. It could be a little itty-bitty insect flying very fast, bumped into um, the presenter and grazed their head. Yeah. Now, you know and I know how we, how we made it, uh, not embarrassed him, but made him realise it was a completely ludicrous explanation. Um, but nevertheless, that, shows the mindset of a lot of these psychologists who presume that they can investigate the paranormal. We've got a very, very famous scientist over here in the UK. He's an astrophysicist, uh, Dr. Brian Cox. He used to be a rock star as well um, back in Seriously? the day. 
yeah what uh, one hit wonder rockstar but um he is on every television program to do with science and he hosts a um radio show called the infinite monkey cage and they talk <laughs> about they talk about um all manner of things and you've got you know all these very eminent scientists and he notably they were talking about ghosts and he said anybody that looks for ghosts is a knobber oh that's rather harsh it is isn't it yeah so that's you know that's like you know looking for germs back in the day and say anybody that looks for microscopic creatures is ridiculous yeah it's 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 i mean it shows it's a good insight into the mindset of these cynical skeptics the ones who will you know there, there comes a point where um you have to accept that strange things take place things that we can't explain but currently can't yet explain yeah can't yeah. you know that's what i said can't currently explain um yeah. we may be able to explain them in a hundred years or you, or 10 years you know who knows we can't explain them now, but that doesn't mean to say that it didn't take place. Right. There may be a perfectly rational explanation for what happened to you when you were leaving the other night. It's just that immediately it's not apparent and there is no real opportunity to go back and replicate that. Um, so you just have to accept. Right, it couldn't even have been a time slip, right? Behind me. And I didn't even it see could it. Have, it could have been could one be of anything. It could be one of a number of things. Yeah, sure. the, the simple thing is it happened. It was real to you. To me. Yep. Um, there is no reason for you to make up a story. And there is no possibility that we can investigate it to, to go further. We can speculate. We could speculate mm-hmm. that it was this, that, and the other. But that's that's just, but if you, if you ask the psychologist about that, he would immediately say you'd had an auditory hallucination. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, the, the other interesting thing, and this is this is one of my big pet peeves, and and when I teach my paranormal CSI course, I stress it completely, is that so many of the ghost hunters that we have today, or that go out there, are paranormal investigators, whatever they want to call them, demon hunters, whatever they want to call themselves. To me, they are a judge, jury, and executioner. They collect the evidence, they analyze the evidence, and they make conclusions. And in reality, that if you're in a perfect world, those those things should be separated. And and secondly, it should fall into, especially the analyzing and the and the conclusions should not be uh, by one person. It should be by a consensus, uh, even with dissenting votes included. But you know. To make it absolutely as fair as possible, that's the, the way it should. I can't believe we were in this hour. Wow. Yeah, but they're not even judge, jury, and executioner. It doesn't go that far anymore, does it? I no. mean, it's like, whoa, dude, did you hear that noise? It must be a ghost. Yeah. There is that no, goes, there, there is no process reality. there. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's no process there of investigate or analyze. It's yeah. immediately run, sound. Run. Yeah, run, dude, run. And that's the problem. And that's why people now so readily accept those programs, because it plays into their belief. They want it to be a ghost. Of course, it's a, it's it's drama. It's television drama. It's not, you know, it's not uh, reality. But 
it still it still drives the market. You know, it still drives the way that people do investigate. Anyway, back to the crowdfunding um, for the new <laughs> centre. No way. Silly we, we, we'll have the uh, we'll sort out the GoFundMe page shortly. Yeah. But, Anyways, uh, we, we do want to thank our uh, Patreon list, uh, supporters, those people who actually support us, believe it or not. And uh, uh, let me grab the list here. It's in my briefcase, of course, because I always take well. them. Just do a selection, to... because otherwise we'll be here all night with all them. No, we won't. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it's always with me because they're always near and dear to my heart. And uh, God, let me unzip this. Oh, oh, that's my fly. Never mind. <laughs> Dang it. Well, um, uh, what, I found it. Note there for the producer. Can you just bleep out that paragraph about flies? Yeah. Uh, anyways, I want to thank uh, Quinn Doobie, uh, Craig DeGroat, uh, Anna Rocha, um, Susan Brown, Stephen Scott, and Jan Smith, and anyone else who supports us on Patreon. And if you haven't joined Patreon, go to Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. And you can sign up and you have access to 30 exclusive videos right now. And after one year, you get the Ghost Chronicles, the magazine, which has never been seen before. We got to go. Uh, well, thank you, everybody. Thanks, Steve. Great talk. And uh, see you next week. Stay tuned for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Good night. God bless. Don't forget them dollars. <laughs>